care who knows. From shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports, so we don't care who knows. Football, 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 hockey. It's the Almost Sports Show with Jason Dick and C.J. Morgan. Absolutely the most legitimate sports talk program on 1027 ESPN. Join the conversation at 512-834-1027. Now here are Jason and C.J. Hour number two on a Almost Sports Wednesday. Hour number one. You're welcome or sorry or... I had an interesting. I had a good time, CJ. I had a real good time. Listen, uh, we're yeah. having fun and yeah. laughing, and just well, uh, t- today's show's off the rails. That's okay. We'll recoup it's tomorrow. It's a show. That's how it works. Yeah. Uh, we would love for you to join the party. Five one two eight three four one zero two seven. Get to a long, <laughs> very consequential Longhorn news. I have for you in a moment. Uh, but breaking from the association, the Brooklyn Nets have hired Jacques Vaughn as their new head coach. Placing the fired Steve Nash. What happened? They decided Ime Udoka, <laughs> he's been suspended for a year by the Celtics. We can't just hire him today. And now how does that... would that, be a bad look. How does... Does that even further impact his uh, chance of ever returning to the Celtics? Ime that he Udoka? was flirting with another team? I think the Celtics were openly saying, please, come take him off of our hands. We uh, They wanted a reason to get rid yeah. of him. He took us to the finals last year. We are appreciative, but he, he's the bad. He did some bad things, and so yeah, I think he was suspended for at least a year. And word was he was never uh, going to get that job back. I don't know. Interesting that the because all the reports were that the the Nets were going to bring in uh, Ime Udoka, and the fact that they have officially made uh, Jacques Vaughn the new coach. Is he? Ent- I guess he was interim coach, and now he is officially head coach for the rest of the year. Is that? For the rest of time going forward, uh, the ownership's also been, uh, or not ownership, I'm sorry, uh, Adam Silver has been meeting with Kyrie Irving to discuss oh, this stuff. Sure, that's going great. Yeah. If there's anything I've learned about Kyrie Irving, he listens to reason. Okay. You sure, know, man. What... Hey, the earth is flat. Well, it's technically not mm. flat, it's more of a, a um, you know, when you cook a pepperoni that's uncured and it bubbles up. All right. Uh, so it's like that, but it's there's like also concave sort of yeah, situation. Yeah, and, and there's a there's a bit of a uh, there's a an ice barrier around it and a dome on top. So wow, wow. <laughs> the Earth is one big pepperoni, says C.J. Morgan. Right. Gabagool. Okay, let's get back to where our bread is buttered with the most important of important Longhorn news. I have two here. You know what? Let's do the nonsense salacious one and then a good palate cleanser of some good Longhorn family-friendly traditions. But I got a bit of a problem with that one as well. Let me start here. Um, two games that I don't really play, CJ. Recruiting, as I explained yesterday, I'm, I, I don't, it's not that I don't care about recruiting. Obviously, that's like the most important thing in determining whether or not you're going to be good at college football is recruiting. But I just don't really do pay attention to which 16-year-old boys. Yes, as they're Sorry coming. Sorry that and, we're not into that. And who's not? Uh, I also am not in the message board game. But I know if you're a fervent college football fan, you got to get on those message boards and start talking about why you got to fire this guy Dude, or don't the, fire that guy. But the greatest thing ESPN ever did was delete their message boards and comments on the website. Did they have message boards? Our, yes. our parent company? Way back in the day. Really? And then they still had, you could comment yeah. on articles and it was all just pure trash. Yeah. Sports fans are, are a different breed of toxic, but 
yeah, you, yeah, I don't get into those. Message board world. It's, every now and then it's fun to go on one of those or, or go on to Reddit when there's nothing else to do, but you're really talking about like, this guy could impact the team or or Bijan says he's going to, you know, when there's the, the theories about things, sometimes when those become popular, it's fun to follow. But the day in and day out of, again, watching high schoolers yeah, from another yeah. state, no, thank you. Now, if you told me there was hot swinger talk going on on these message boards, uh, maybe uh, from the uh, Twitter feed, message board geniuses. Uh, actually, props to uh, my guy or gal, Evil Mopak, who retweeted this, brought it to my attention. Thank you, Evil Mopak. Evil Mopak uh, the, uh, loves making fun of Steiner Ranch swingers. By yeah, the way, notified uh, us that apparently there is a swingers group. That include one of the sw- one of the swinging couples has a kid who's a Texas recruit, and they say that there are spies, espionage amongst us, among the current Longhorn recruiting class. This is on the Inside Texas message board from account Kellen Mo. Are you doing a Kellen Mon thing? What's happening uh, here? They just uh, they wrote this yesterday morning. My wife and I met one of our current commits' parents at a swingers get-together this weekend. Like, aren't you supposed to not know names and talk? <laughs> yeah. Like, what? You know, I don't... I'm a, I'm a sexually open-minded kind of guy. CJ, I won't ask you to volunteer any information about yeah, you. Weekend wife swap, you dude. I'm oh, down. party. Okay. Yeah. You knew what I was asking. Yeah. No, what, is the, what are the rules and protocols? Like, to me, I, th- I thought it was like a Eyes Wide Shut party where, yeah, you go go wearing a mask and nobody knows who is who and it just, but apparently... I would assume there's discretion and small talk, but not, yes, my son's a Longhorn recruit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, again, from the message board, my wife and I met one of our current commits parents at a swingers get-together this weekend. Their son told them some of the recruits are worried that not only is Toviano, I assume that's a Longhorn recruit, spying for LSU, but that the Hill decommitment, that's the linebacker who decommitted from Texas A&M and probably is going to wind up at Texas, the Hill decommitment is an elaborate scheme for Hill to get in with the Texas recruits and start pushing them to Texas A&M. Okay, cool. So (laughs) according to Swinger Group Intel... There are moles in the Longhorn recruiting yeah, class. I've seen a lot more moles, oh, no. if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, here's the deal, man. Uh. Um, a lot of people use torture for confessions, but oh. I will say sexual espionage goes back all the way uh, to early medieval times and probably before. Mm-hmm. There was a famous woman, uh, French, uh, uh, who, who was executed, uh, mm. I, I think, around oh. World War One. Doesn't seem um, good. In the throes of passion, perhaps you could get information that you could not get elsewhere. I do. I, I'm going to say, look, I, I lend a little more credibility to this than like, you know, some mover shaker who plays golf with a guy who's close to the Texas program. Like th- these people, they're intimate. Okay. Yeah. They, this is... They already have a private area they, for discourse. They, they are open with each other. Okay. And again, you know, it's like um, maybe maybe part of it's just dirty talk, and one uh-huh. person just gets that okay. info. And- okay. Yeah. Is it possible though? What, what would what good would it even be? So yeah, Jimbo Fisher 
tells this linebacker, hey, decommit. Go take some trips to Texas, get close to their recruits, and bring him back with you. It kind of is a kind of is a brilliant scheme if you could pull it off. No, I don't think. Here's the deal with like no? any kind of conspiracy is, I'll say it again, Occam's razor. Usually the, the most simple explanation is the truth. Mm-hmm. The more people involved in a conspiracy, the more likely it is to be found out or there are going to be mm. slips and mistakes. And I would say college kids probably aren't the best at being uh, – a James Bond they level infiltration spy. Right, yeah, I don't. Right. I, I mean, that's. I. Hmm. The kids care about playing Fair. football and they want to do it for a good team. I don't think they want to say, "Oh, hey, I'm going to go get some other dudes to come play for A and M." I. I mean, right. right. I would say maybe the buddy. I, the only thing I could see is if a guy commits to LSU, and he's got friends with... We've seen this before in professional and, and whatever sports where you have friends that are undecided. It's like, dude, come play with me at LSU, man. We'll have fun. Uh, the, the Clippers yeah. did that famously they, against they the Mavs. Were, yeah, it's like, come, I mean, that happens. Dude, come play with me. Yeah, Guys yeah. recruit other recruits, for sure. But are they are they secretly recruiting against the team when they're... I don't no. Know. I don't know if that happens. Okay. Uh, now you want to get that... Filthy swinger gossip taste out of your mouth. Let me offer you this uh, nice wholesome. Is it a story. glass of uh, <laughs> Chardonnay? <laughs> uh, here's the problem. I, I didn't read it. <laughs> um, there's a six-page write-up. Uh, hit ESPN.com, our parent company, uh, has a six-page story of how Texas won the college football drum war. This is about Big Bertha. You know about yeah, Big yeah. Bertha, the big-ass bass drum that they roll out uh, there? Dude, honestly, uh, I was thinking about chicken wings. <laughs> Excuse me? Oh, uh, the chicken d- wings. Drum. drum yeah. See, I'm a flapper guy. Really? Mm. We, get a, we work well together. Okay. You do the drums, I'll do We the, get a plate. Okay. We both have our thing. Giddy up. Uh, yeah, if you're interested in the, the, the long history of Texas's Big Bertha and how they won the, uh, the biggest drum in college football showdown... It's at ESPN. I don't have time. Six pages. I don't have time to read six, six. pages on the backstory of it's Big a, Bertha. It's a Wednesday. I uh, get it. Longhorn band benefactor Colonel D. Harold Dryhole Bird. Colonel. Is, is, is involved. He has a cane. Colonel Dryhole. <laughs> not popular at the swingers group. Yeah, so I know. That, yeah, that is not. He just likes to watch. Anyway. I don't maybe orchestra. Do you have any affinity for band things? I don't care. I don't. I don't. I, does that make me a bad Longhorn? I don't care about Big I like Bertha. It. I, I think it's the songs. I, the thing I, I told you before. The eyes of Texas. Whatever. Take it or leave it. I don't. Doesn't matter to me. I think it's fun. I think having a band is it's it's an important part of college. It's really important when it comes to high school. I do love the historically black universities that have the bands that like really go all out like you know the, yeah. what was the movie drumline that kind of like that stuff i love that's fun okay. but they're like yeah come the, like when i took if i keep saying like when i took emily to the texas football game at halftime nick and i left to go to the bathroom and get beer and food all right but she stayed for the band that was her favorite part i don't care about mm-hmm. the band also have pick one thing pick one thing that's your thing and i'm saying this to every university you either and you either have a cannon a big ass moose, 
mm-hmm. a silly drum, mm-hmm. uh, a guy in it. Like, are you have, saying Texas has too many things? Every university has too many. We things. got a Big Bertha, and we got a Cannon, Old Smoky, and and we have Bevo, Bevo which is all fine. But Bob it's like, Cole, uh, pick your thing. Pick yeah. pick one thing, okay. and that's your thing. Okay. Also, if I'm going to go on this uh, tangent, uh, every rivalry, quote unquote, doesn't need a dumb thing. A trophy. Like, I saw a saddle this weekend, and like right. I didn't know about that. It's like, the, have one. The <laughs> the big one. Right. Texas OU. The, the battle that's for it. the Buffalo Spurs. <laughs> like. We yeah. got to make every game yeah. special. Yeah. Everyone gets. That's the what's trophy. great about college football, CJ, is the pageantry. Okay, the tradition. Anyway, I will commit some time later to find out about Colonel Dryhole. He seems interesting, but I don't have time today. We could have him as a guest. Let's go. <laughs> I think he's probably dead. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we Ooh, could have know. a seance. Uh, all right, uh, we'll move to the NFL in just a moment. It's almost sports. Jason, CJ, back in a sec. Now back to Almost Sports with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. Uh, we have barely discussed the National Football League today, which is a huge... I mean, we've been busy with very important things, CJ. I mean, last night uh, was, uh, other than the Super Bowl, probably the mm-hmm. biggest sports night uh, in, in the world. Last night? Yeah. Tuesday night? Yeah. Did I miss it? Yeah, election night. It's oh! The, it is the biggest uh, yeah. sporting event where everyone yeah. cheers for their team and craps mm. on the other team. I kind of looked away. Wait, you know what? <laughs> There's some bad sportsmanship if you look around. You know, college football, you see bad sports everywhere. But not as bad it is as it is in election season, Oh, man. my God. It you is guys, bad. Don't be, don't be that way, man. It's also bizarre. Everything's going to be fine. The thing I... Here's what I like about me being a sports fan mm. and a political fan is when my team mm. sucks, I am very bitchy and I talk a lot of crap. <laughs> Everyone should do that. If your team's bad, you should say that. But it was very weird to see people like, oh, my God, pure domination. Uh-huh. And it was like 50, 49 percent in some dumb race, still with like only 20 percent reporting. It's like if, if CJ, there's no dumb races, only dumb candidates. OK, OK, there's no there's a lot of dumb yeah, candidates. Yeah, yeah, that's OK. That's uh, the extent of our political talk for today. Uh, we have reached the unofficial halfway point of the NFL season. This garbage 17th game is really there's now there's no more halfway point. Although I guess there was always something there with the bye weeks. But a lot of the teams have played eight games. Most of the teams have played nine nine games. We're right in the middleish part of the season. And it's been a bizarre year. It so is a this, bizarre. So I year. feel like now this is a good time to do yeah. this. I, Jason Dick, knower of things though. I only need half a season to tell you the exact 14 teams that will make the playoffs and their seeds. And because I'm like a middle school teacher that you hate, I assigned CJ the same homework and said, hey, uh, let's, let's try to predict the college, excuse me, the professional playoff teams. Uh, here we are at the midpoint of the season. Uh, why, why you got to make a game out of everything, Jason? I like that. I like to play games. Okay? Game and homework. Just like to. Luckily, this like is again why we're fun. Such, such a good partnership is because I, having been a very poor student am good <laughs> at half-assing homework on the way into school and still getting a C for my assignment but still completing right. it so I, I I did my job and as much as uh, we just said uh, it's a bizarre weird year you're drunk NFL go home um I think that we're gonna have a lot of similar answer we're gonna have a lot of crossover here I tell you what let's just do it let's go let's start in the NFC with the one seed and we can both say ours, and then we'll bounce back and forth and see if and where we have disagreements. Yes? Let's do it. Uh, the number one seed in the NFC, I, be- I believe, 
Not excited about it, but I will believe it will be the currently undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. There ain't no. I still think there's a chance that the Cowboys could be a better team than them. But they're up to technically three games over the Cowboys if you think of a, the tiebreaker situation. So it's got to, the Eagles have to be number, they have to be number one. We both have the Eagles number one. Correct. Uh, I'm going to say a two or three loss Eagles team. Uh, 14 th- and three. They can get to 14 or 15 and two, you're saying. Yeah, I think one loss to the Cowboys and I think uh, two end of the season garbage time losses. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the two seed, this is where it gets a little squirrely for me because I am not so very impressed with this team. Uh, but Same. They're 7-1. and one, and They're so in a poor division. I have the Minnesota Vikings as the two seed. Ditto. Same for you. Correct. Okay. Yeah, the Vikings, I mean, I guess that's what's weird about the season is they're 7-1, and one, and I don't think that they're one of the five best teams in the NFL. I don't know. They're, they're, they're closer to 10, if you ask me. Okay. All right. Everybody on the same page. Oh, I just saw who I have for number three. This is where I'm going to get a little nuts. This is where I'm getting a little wacky because they are currently not leading their division. Correct, but they will. Oh, really? Do we have the same they, thing? Because they made a big trade, and are I we think vibing? they've had injuries. They've been <sighs> underperforming. We and are I not. Think, I think they're going to win this division. We did not plan this uh, beforehand. You, no. you say it, CJ. San Francisco 49ers. I have the 49ers as the three seed as well. Now, is this good or bad that we agree on everything? Yeah, the, the, the Seahawks, who I do have in the playoffs, get to in a minute. I mean, the Seahawks are, I think they're a full two games up, right? What is that? They're six and three. 49ers are four and four. Yeah. So because of a game disparity, one and a half games. Uh, um, remind me, let's get Brandon in here tomorrow, host of the bullpen, producer of the uh, Ed and Beto program. He's a Seahawks fan. What is happening? How can they? I want to, I, I specifically want to ask him one question. I'll ask you right now, CJ. You can have Geno Smith or Russell Wilson. Who do you want? He's going to tell you Geno Smith because Correct. Russell Wilson is dead to him, but that can't be the answer yet, right? Um, Eight games of Geno Smith being maybe the MVP of the league and Russell Wilson being an absolute disaster does not erase the last 10 years, does beginning it? Beginning of the season, I would say Russell Wilson. Right now, maybe Russell was an issue in the okay, locker for room. The, for the next five years, would you rather have Russell Wilson or Geno Smith? I would rather... I'm not going to pick Geno Smith. I'm going to say I would rather not have Russell Wilson. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, fair. Uh, all right. I'm just waiting for us to one of us to to dr- drive into the ditch here. Uh, the four seed. <laughs> I this is one seems complicated as well because they have a losing record. Four and five. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to win the NFC South. I have them as the four seed. Same. I picked them over Atlanta. I think Tom Brady yeah. is still going to pull his Brady magic and. Hmm. They're going to get okay. healthy. Okay. Are these the obvious picks or? Did we are are the CJ and I just vibing? Uh, okay, the top wild card. It's unfortunate because they might be the second best team in all of the NFC. Third best, I would say. Third best. That's, eh? that's hopeful. Third best. All I'm right. Hoping. Then we have the same team. We've I seen believe. Too many sad collapses. I believe that the five seed will be. How about them Cowboys? Cowboys. You have the Dallas Cowboys five, right? I do. Minus three thousand to make the playoffs right now. So if I bet a dollar, I'd win three thousand. No, 300. no, no. That means if you'd have to bet three hundred dollars to win a dollar. Is, oh. is that correct? Yeah, 
Okay, so yeah. bet three hundred dollars to win one dollar. I mean, because they're such a lock for the playoffs. Like they, you would oh. have to, to if you want to. The minus three thousand means you'd have to bet three thousand dollars. If win I did that bet, one hundred people at a book just be like, what? "What are you doing?" You know, there's a whole army of people out there who do that because it seems like it's free money. Like you walk up anytime. It's you know, Ohio State is playing. You know, the, the Troy Catholic School or something. Troy is actually, uh, but like just sometime when they're a minus forty nine favorite, you can go bet the money line on just Ohio State to win. But it's usually something like, yeah, you got to bet twenty five hundred dollars to win one hundred. And but it's but, it's free money. And but right? it's also they're not a ever going to lose risk. Yeah, you, you possibly could if something crazy happens. Uh, okay, lockstep. The first five picks. Number six. I have the Seahawks. Dude, same. <laughs> I'm not making this what up. A beautiful, uh, what a beautiful thing. The Seahawks currently 6-3. and three. Is that disrespectful? Brandon, is that... A, are you mad? Because this guy... It can't be. It can't be for real, right? Right? I guess so. Do you want to hear my impression of Brandon? Okay. No, Mr. Clements, not again. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means. I miss you. I miss you, Brandon. Uh, okay, and then the seven seed. I hate this one. This okay. is why. And then we pick the same one. This is why we don't need. We don't need a, a seventh seven wild card team. team. But they'll have a winning yeah. record. They currently have a winning record. Yeah. Uh, and if uh, the squanch stays healthy, right. they will coast into the playoffs as the seventh wild card. You want to say it together? One, two, three. The New, New York, York Giants. Giants. Wow. Is this? A, I'm I'm really moved by this moment, guys. Are you guys moved out there? Does it mean CJ we know a lot about sports? Also, our betting <laughs> or do we just, throughout the year was the same almost every week? Yeah. Like, I would have weeks where I went zero and three. You would go three and zero, and then back and forth. And we were for so long we were tied in in bets, and we're still really close. Are we just wrong about sports in the same way that we picked this in the exact same seeds? Hey, we uh, both like pluckers, but I like drums. You right, like the other right. thing. What a so team! We're similar. So but CJ and I both said uh, Eagles one, Vikings two, 49ers three, the uh, Buccaneers a terrible four seed, Cowboys. Uh, Seahawks and Giants are your wild card teams. Okay, all right. I'm changing something now. We're gonna do the AFC in just a moment. You're gonna change your AFC teams a little bit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see what happens. Uh, it's almost sports. Jason and CJ back in just a second. The almost sports show with Jason and CJ on 102.7 ESPN. Five one two eight three four one zero two seven, or you can tweet at us at almost ESPN Radio. That was like a real sports talk segment that we just did there. CJ, we yeah. didn't have any goofing off. There's no weird sound effects. We just we just did real sports analysis. We almost sounded like we were from Alabama. Born. Like this guy. Oh, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Did you ready? Never mind. I'm not gonna criticize our station. What's the problem? No, I please. Just, uh I enjoy Paul Feinbaum. Oh, I listen occasionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't entirely realize until hearing the introduction to his program, and now I understand why the callers are who they are. <laughs> it's an, just an SEC show. I mean, that's sort of his bread and butter. Is like he, you know, he's that's a little niche for a national radio program. I think he was. I think he was just local, right? I, I, I don't have the fine bomb, uh, fine bomb bio in front of me, but I'm pretty positive he was just a reporter. Okay, Alabama reporter was doing radio, taking calls from 
Tammy and this guy. <laughs> yeah, and it became just a, a national sensation. They're like, let's put it on all over the South. And they're like, that's not good enough. Coast to coast, including including right here in Austin, Texas. Baby. So you now He's have... on this station, Paul, Paul Feinbaum? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Good guy. I know about our programming. Okay. So, also, is it after us? Before um, us? Do you follow Woj when it comes to NBA? Like, uh, he's the best? Yeah, of course. Uh, Woj and, and Tim McMahon, like, they do, on Friday nights and Saturday nights, they do a podcast that sounds like a podcast. But we air it? That's. It also sounds like guys who are sports writers, not oh. audio broadcasters. Not professional broadcasters like us. And occasionally it'll be re-airs of the same podcast. Oh, no. That's not. I'll, I'll talk with Mickey. Okay. All right. Uh, Okay, we predicted who uh, we're at the midway point of the NFL season. Who do we think are the seven teams in order uh, with seeds uh, to make the playoffs? We did the NFC. CJ and I had all seven the exact same. Matched up. And we vibing. Just to throw this out there, how it works, correct. Um, The top four seeds in order of uh, record first, and then second, uh, if they are division winners, are the top four seeds. Well, yeah, the division winners are always get a get a home game, and so they're the top four seeds. The top four, the top team in the AFC and the NFC get a bye week. That's right, the number one seed. Uh, Now that there's seven teams, there's only one bye, and there are three wild cards. Three wild cards, and yeah, kind of. Oftentimes, you you see it all the time. Uh, There'll be a wild card team who's even a favorite on the road because somebody... So, like, we just did... uh, Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys could finish the season. I mean, the Cowboys could be 13-4 and and still not win the the, the NFC East, and that means they would have to travel to the four seed. It'd actually be kind of interesting because we had the Buccaneers as the four seed. The Buccaneers could be 8-9 and and win the NFC South, and the 13-4 and Cowboys would have to go there and probably be a favorite. That was, I just think that's an interesting one because the season started with the Cowboys losing at the Buccaneers. I hate divisions. I think it's dumb. I think where you sit in a division shouldn't determine that. But uh, the difference is, is in right. the NFL... You need rivalries and you, stuff. Yes, and, and you play everyone in your division twice, so some are more difficult. Balancing the schedule. Uh, AFC, though. Yeah. Uh, we are 7-0 and together. Simpatico for the NFC. It's Eagles, gotta... Vikings, 49ers, Tampa Bay, our top four. Uh, Cowboys, Seahawks, Giants uh, are three wildcard teams. As for the AFC... We have to get off track here because there's so many more crazy things, at least on on my ledger here. Uh, well, you love Mahomes, so that's that's where my potential mm-hmm. change might be is involving them. But uh, I was a little down on them for Mahomes. Okay, let's start at number one. Okay. I still got the Bills. I got the Bills, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, lose to the Jets, I'm concerned. But they're six and two. Uh, they're the, st- still the best record, right? Is that the best record? There's no one loss team in the AFC. Uh, their point differential. I know you love that stat, CJ. Their point differential is a hundred and two. But they had one like forty something blowout. So that's that's, that's pretty. That's but pretty yeah, good. yeah. Point differential uh, yeah. is one of my favorites. I think the the Bills are very likely the the uh, the, the number one seed. Do you want to know number? how I also sort point point differential when I really want to get to the nitty gritty? Okay. Uh, so I'll t- I'll take every game, and I'll drop the highest and lowest margin. 
So if there's a 49 to 0, I take that out and if there's kick out the outliers, that's kick probably out the two outliers, a smart way and then to operate. I take the point differential of uh the median, I guess you would say. Yeah. I told you I like Excel. Are you sheets. just I was like you're doing these stats by hand? What a Excel. Or, or by by yourself. Google, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm I just copying off of ESPN.com. Has stats. it ever meant anything? That's I know. No. I'm I'm impressed with your dedication to the game, nerd. Uh, okay, number 2. Um, I have the Ravens at number two. Okay, this was that was. Did we did we did we finally did we it? We finally switched, up? and that was where I I was gonna make my decision. Yeah. Uh, I have the Chiefs. Ravens number two. See, they're six and three, and I definitely like the Chiefs better. Who are the 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 Chiefs are six and two right now, but the Ravens going on by. They went. They seem to have gotten out of their rut. It doesn't matter who the running back is. Apparently, yeah. They, they might not have a hard game left on their schedule. They're going on by home versus the Panthers, at the Jaguars, home versus the Broncos, at the Steelers. Ed, are you digging this? I'm doing the Ed Clements read the schedule thing. At the Browns, home versus the Falcons, home versus the Steelers, at the Bengals the last week. The, the Bengals will be, a, will be a good team at that point. I should have looked at the schedule because they, the Chiefs do have a tougher schedule. I believe they've been kind of... Yeah, they're gonna ride that. Uh, they're gonna ride that easy schedule to the second best. Had I record. looked at that, I would have changed this, um, but don't, legally don't I can't. That. Okay, no. uh, so you have the Chiefs two. I have the Chiefs three. Uh, Ravens are my number three. So we just flipped. So we there. flipped, and okay. then uh, do we agree on the weakest division in the AFC that the <laughs> Titans? <laughs> this are gonna one win is that? really weird. Yes, the AFC South. What's up with the South, man? Because it's the NFC South. I'll tell you what's up to- with the South. <laughs> Yeah, the Titans, I mean, despite losing to the Chiefs in overtime dramatic fashion on Sunday night, uh, are still two games clear of the field. Uh, they're 5-3. and three. Um, They're not good. <laughs> Go look at, you want to do the point differential thing, CJ. They're 5-3. and three. They're minus 9 in point differential. Somehow, the Jags are 3-6. and six and are plus 21. They're the only NFC, AFC South team. They don't do that in Jacksonville. That's not the South. No, no, they party. Um, they do. Uh, oh, I need some more oxy. They have a plus differential, but they, spoiler alert, are not going to make my playoff field. Tomorrow's top 10 will be my point differential oh, thing. Nice. I'm going to do I'm going to do the 10. Nice. So this will be my Thursday Friday, the 10 worst and 10 best according to NFL point differential like with that. me taking out like the that. uh the outliers as you say. The the Titans, are they going back to Tannehill? Because yeah. they I mean, I think he was out there throwing. He pro- could have played Sunday night. Do they go on a bye next week? I think they're uh, buying uh, on a bye this week, I guess. Yeah, they'll go back to Tannehill when he's healthy. I mean, Malik Willis. And I think Malik's, he's going to be the future. He's the he, future. He he's, looks good in the preseason. He's done was, just enough. Was it um, 5 of 16 for 80 yards? 5 of 18 for 80 yards? I don't know. if it's not been good. But, yeah, you have to pick them as the four seed. And Derrick Henry has to stay healthy. Um, he's getting older. He is a bruiser running back. Uh, if he if he's maintains through the rest of the season, I think they easily win the division. Mm. Uh, if, if something happens to him, then it's going to be more of a toss-up. But again, who else is going to win that division, dude? The wild cards. Um, now I'm looking at it. I'm like, did I do? Did I make a mistake here? No, I'm going to say... I have the Dolphins 5. I have the Jets 5. Really? I think they have a better defense, yeah. I do not have the Jets making the playoffs. I do not believe it, okay? 
as a great win. You beat Buffalo. The the week before, Zach Wilson was just throwing the ball to the Patriots. He was I I do not I don't like either of the New York teams. And they're both what, six and three and six and two? I'm not impressed. But you think that they're gonna be the top wild card team, huh? That doesn't wow. impress Jason much. Oh yeah, that doesn't impress. Uh okay. I got I mean I got the and the Dolphins are a confusing one too. Because they actually have a negative 11 point differential, CJ. But they got a couple games where there's no Tua in there. Yeah. And they had a game where there was no Tua or Teddy Bridgewater. So I like the the Dolphins. Dolphins, Uh, Jets are my top wild card. Dolphins right after for me. You have the Dolphins at six. Yes. Okay. I have the Chargers at six. Okay. How do you feel about the Chargers? Also five and three. Chargers are my seven. Um, I think they're good enough to get it together. Do they have any wide receivers that aren't hurt right mm. now? Mm. Uh, but they have one of the best quarterbacks in the league, one of the best running backs in the league, and I think if they can get healthy, and I think if uh, they can protect a clearly busted Herbert, right? Uh, I, I, I think they can make a strong wild card case, and, okay. uh, and they would be a team when it comes together that I wouldn't want to face in the, the playoffs. You So you had uh, the Jets. Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. Uh, Bills, Chiefs, the, Ravens, Titans, then Jets, Dolphins, Chargers. Jets, Dolphins, Chargers. So I have the Cincinnati Bengals. They just went to the Super Bowl, CJ. All right? And they looked like they were on the rebound, right? They're fixing things up. Really. Well, they did. <laughs> Man, Joe Mixon. You play against them in fantasy anywhere? Did that ever happening no. to you? So he had like he had three touchdowns by like one thirty p.m. and then ended up with five. And I don't really I don't like to look at my fantasy scores. I'll usually look around three ish when but the you second know batch of games. There's always well I don't know. I'm just like oh my god I got four teams. I don't own Joe Mixon anywhere. Surely <laughs> I'm yeah. playing against him. And then thank you, thank you, little baby Jesus, thank you so much. I open and he I was not playing against him because that'll just ruin your week, right? Well, you That's know what will really ruin your week is when you have one of those guys, and I've had twice this season in my now six-loss Waterloo Media ESPN oh, radio, no. uh, I think one week uh, Travis Kelsey went bonkers, and I was like, ah, ha, ha I won for sure. Yeah, if my tight end, If my tight end did that well... Uh no, dude. Oh, you I, must have lost. I lost that week, and then I can't remember who else. Row. I don't remember if it was like... Debo or s- someone else went off and a lost. CJ is in dead effing last in our our fantasy league. Started dead effing first. Yeah, and I'm going to say that you do not have the 10th best team in the league, okay? It's like the 8th best, so don't get too down on yourself. And right, I, six teams make the playoffs, but yeah, fantasy football. There oh we my, go. Wait, really? Six teams? It's, I forgot because that we had... That is terrible. In we a 10-team league? Because we had 12 well, in the league. You're and not then, out of it. You can absolutely still do it, man. You can still still make some some moves. My points for is uh, my point differential is worst in the league too. Oh, <laughs> bad defense and bad offense. Bad fantasy defense. <laughs> uh, okay, that was fun. I'm glad we did that. Uh, we we were vibing on the NFC and, and we weren't totally off course on the AFC. Uh, we need a quick break. One more segment to come. It's Jason CJ Almost Sports back after this. Now back to Almost Sports with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. Final segment of the Almost Sports Wednesday program. Tweet at us at Almost ESPN Radio. For real, I'm inter- interested in your uh, your thoughts. We we mostly avoided getting ourselves into uh, any election results topics, CJ. 
Uh, but get get this. This I don't I don't get it, and maybe it's just because uh, I am addicted to gambling, according to some. Uh, California overwhelmingly voted against legalizing sports betting. Now, to me, I'm like, how do we? How do we not just have it nationwide at this point? I All think right? I have an answer. We're for that. we're grown adults. Let us make our own decision. I'm used to here in the state of Texas, bunch of hillbilly, <laughs> hillbilly types who are stuck in the past who are saying, "Oh Pearl no, clutching church-going grandmas vote, vote against it because gambling rips apart the moral fibers of our society." But in California, they don't have any. They don't have those, right? There's a very simple reason. For the same reason marijuana was so fought against heavily. Um, What's marijuana's big competition that has a lot of money? Heroin. Oh, what? Legal competition that has a lot of money. Tobacco? Alcohol. Oh, sorry. What would California's... Who who would lose out if California could uh, legally have casinos and gambling and sports are, betting? Uh, you're saying that Las Vegas, Nevada, yeah, would take a hit. I think so. You smart man. You smart. I didn't think follow about the that. money. I didn't think about it. Well, yeah, there. It's funny because there's two different groups who were uh, raised a nearly six hundred million dollars in uh, campaign monies and. I'm sure that's like some hand greasing, some lobby money. Uh, the two different groups, one who wanted to make uh, sports betting legal at casinos. You know, California has some card rooms, casinos, uh, and horse tracks that are like, you can go there and bet. Uh, and then another group was like, we want to make it legal online. You can bet on your phone, on the internet. Um, to me, that that's where it's dangerous is when you can bind electronic yeah. uh, gambling Combined, they spent $600 million in campaign money to try and convince people to vote for sports betting. Both failed. Both of them failed. Now, did the Las Vegas casinos spend $601 million? Uh, there could have been a lobby there. I don't know. That's also, crazy. Uh, I just can't believe it. There's, there's the myth that California is this giant liberal state of Democrats right. ruining it, but right. it's it's really not. You have uh, San Francisco, uh, San Jose, L.A., major population areas are a lot more right. leaning left. Somebody's living in all those in-between parts. All the, the farm, all the in-between parts, San Diego's a major naval base, and, like, the in-between parts are overwhelmingly, it's a lot like Texas. The, the large population right. areas right. Uh, tend to be... Uh, a little more towards the left, the others, the farmland, whatever, the the shticks, mm. the mm. the uh, these areas. Oh, uh, where my parents live tend to be a little more rightly. Your parents live in? Not, I mean, Amarillo is kind of. A oh, big. I thought you meant in California. No, yeah. no, no, I wish. no, no, no. Amarillo is definitely. Now, right. now we're abusing it. It is a fun thing. Fun. Uh, okay, we'll end on this college football playoff week two uh, already turned on its head. The college football playoff rankings. CJ, uh, you smart dog, uh, was exactly correct in that, man, what logic. There were four undefeated, undefeated teams, teams, and they made those the top four teams. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU. That totally, totally makes I sense I do think now. it's very interesting your your topic or the, the discussion you brought up is once you're in that top four, TCU having the weakest resume can they be supplanted if they just win out? No matter if they win out, if it's bad winning out, they win a conference championship in the Big 12, can they be surpassed by a one-loss 
Tennessee yeah. with much better wins, much more difficult strength of schedule. It's, it's interesting I think it's, to see. It's even more likely or a, that uh, Oregon, ACC. Oregon, Oregon would yes. pass them because Oregon would be, if they win the rest of their games, Oregon would be the Pac-12 champion and would only have a loss to the number one team in football, Georgia. Uh, now that loss... Was it forty six to nothing? It was real bad. It was real, real no, forty nine to three, I think it was I think it was a forty six point win. It was real bad. But that was week one. That's so old, man. Why are you talking about old stuff? Uh you know I'm a slave to the numbers and analytics people. Five thirty eight dot com. They do computer modeling and the like. Uh, and I wasn't just copying off their paper when I said Tennessee should still be number four. They have Tennessee as the fourth most likely team to make the college football playoff. Uh, they go Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Tennessee, uh, with TCU being fifth. But get this, they, so they have all sorts of numbers in here, CJ. TCU's likelihood to win the rest of their games, 11% chance. Only an 11% chance because we're going to beat that ass on Saturday. I hope Texas maybe, is going to beat us. They p- might have to beat it. Would they have to beat us twice? Now, I heard yesterday on... the uh, championship? On, yes, they would if we made it. Uh, I heard yesterday on Sports Talk with Ed and Vito coming up later today at 4 uh, the, that maybe it was another show, but anyhow, someone brought up the record of Texas versus TCU and like overwhelmingly Texas has the better record. But in the last 10 years, yeah. I think we've the beat all-time TCU record thing twice. Is dumb. We won last year, and then well, the year before that was the fumble at the goal line. And Gary Patterson owned us for a while, GP, but yeah. now we got him, and it's really him. worked out. Well. <laughs> but the place that he left got Sonny Dykes, and they're undefeated in number four in the country. Uh, so while we're cross pro, uh, promoting, I believe Ed and Beto, <laughs> listen, listen to our coworkers, listen to their show versus our show. They have Sonny Dykes on the show today. No way, really? Four well, thirty on this radio station, Sonny Dykes, I, I believe. Is we going had Nick. To be, yeah, I know. It was like we, had, we had him in person we too. Had Nick and a story about Longhorn swingers, <laughs> it's recruiting espionage. Uh, that's uh, four thirty today. If I heard the tease correctly. Uh, okay, we gotta go. Everything good? Good. Patrick Brandon, the bullpen is next. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Just two normal guys hanging out, having fun, right? Guy number two. Yeah, guy number one. E to the S to the P to the N is all I watch because I'm the man. If my team loses, I'll be mean all night. If you tell me to relax, we'll get in a fight. I like my friend. He's a real guy's guy. He's not a loud mouth like that old Steve.